Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy. And this is our Banzuke episode. The Banzuke dropped for the Kyushu Basho yesterday. And boy, what a manuscript of joy that Banzuke was. It was actually a really good one. And I have seen around the traps in the Western sumo world, that it's generally a an appreciated one. Oh, I mean, it, it's pure, it's a celebration of sumo, this document. <laughs> yeah. And I tell you, this time of year, it, it's unseasonably cold in Australia oh, right now. And in ever? Melbourne especially. To get something that makes a lot of sense, speaks a lot of truth about sumo, it warms my heart. Yeah, are you feeling warm? I'm feeling very warm. Well, I'm glad because you have been a little bit I've been unwell. sick. I yeah. got COVID a got couple the old, of weeks ago. Uh, second round of COVID. We've yeah. been pretty, pretty lucky. Pretty lucky. I only had it one time before, but I got belted around. Yeah. So that was a You're couple, coming off that, aren't you? Yeah, that was two weeks ago and I'm still a bit, uh, you might hear I'm a little bit blocked up, but <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to fight through. I actually can't. You sound great. Oh, thank you. Well, you I, I, I can hear that I'm a bit. I'm a bit blocked up. And I'll, I'll tell you who has the ro- most robust health system in the world. That's me because I didn't get it. Yeah. I mean, we we're pretty careful, but I still yeah, think that's we pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. you do have a good uh, immune system anyway. You tend to not get sick very often. I don't often. get sick that often. Yeah. Uh, I had to go into work more times than I would have liked. Yeah. So that was, <laughs> that was a red hot hassle. Yeah. <laughs> I was locking myself in the bedroom, you know, that kind of thing. I didn't but see you for yeah, quite a while. For, for a while. <laughs> Uh, now, long-time listeners of the show may notice that this podcast sounds a little bit different today. Uh, we are not in the Sumo Mainichi studio tonight. We're actually out in the lounge room. Yep. Yep. We've the- taken ourselves out. We've popped on the heater because it is chilly. Yeah, it's cold. Despite this banzuke, we still need the <laughs> yeah, heater on. That's right. Um, because we've got a new cat. Well, halfway to getting a new cat. Yeah. And we just have to look after him. We have to keep an eye on him. He's a, a stray cat that's been coming around for quite a while. Uh, very fluffy, black and white tuxedo. And we've just got the vibes that he's not being looked after. You know, he's a bit, he's a stray. bit straggly, yep. you know, eye issues. And we've just made the, the choice to uh, also unmute it. So we've just had the choice to give it a little chop. And uh, adopt him, but he's um, he's just come off the anaesthetic. Yeah, he's a little bit, <laughs> a little bit unsettled. His so pupils are huge. Yeah, he's having a great time. He is high as, and he's following Yuki around the house. Uh, so we just need to keep an eye on yeah. him. We can't <laughs> shut him out of the the Sumo Mainichi studio like we usually do yeah. with poor old Yuki. So we're eyeballing uh, him right now. So welcome to the podcast, Clive. Yep, Clive. Uh I tell you what, there's something so great uh, about previewing a basho that we will be at. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. We've finalised all of, well, most of our details now for our trip to Fukuoka in a couple of weeks now. Yeah, we did another little sit down last night where we went through a couple of emails, uh, booked a couple of buses, always <laughs> yes, fun. Yes, yes. Get on those buses, buses that go once a day. You know, we, and give me a the, bit of anxiety. Well, that's true. Uh, especially when they're heading towards the airport. Um, one of the things that we had a big discussion about early on in this planning was, will we go to the spiritual uh, oh, birthplace yes. of Shordai, yes. Kumamoto? Yeah. So and we did quite a bit of Googling about his uh, video where he drinks the white wine 
um, and relaxes on the island near Kumamoto and track down the, the place where he actually went. Well, we, we did some geo-guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Professional geo-guesser. <laughs> uh, in the end, what we've had to settle for, just because we had other priorities yeah. in the trip, which is mainly relaxing and eating, uh, we're going to – I think we'll have lunch – probably on the final day in Kumamoto before we head back to Fukuoka. Yep, do our short eye pilgrimage the then. Yes, hopefully bump into him. Yeah, we probably will. Well, probably. Uh, so we'll be attending the Basho on day 8, 9, 10, 11 and 12. That's five days straight. That's the most we've ever gone. Yep, right? yep. We've topped it by one day. And I've seen that there's quite a few, like more people than I thought going to Kyushu. So mm. we might run into quite a few Sumo fans, uh, Western Sumo fans there. We know that uh, long-time listeners of the podcast, friends of the podcast, Scott and Annie will be there. Yeah. So um, it'll be good to see a group of people. If, you, if you're going, um, hit us up. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've been to Fukuoka. Well, I mean, since – no, actually, we well, were we there went, last time. Yeah. And I don't want to do the what year is it thing because we do it regularly – with what year did we get married? We do it regularly with what year did we buy this house? And we can never remember. Like we are not year people, I think nah. we have to admit. We're eras. We're about Yeah, eras. yeah. We're just about vibe <laughs> yep. and eras. I cannot remember what year I did anything. I think it was 2017. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for speaking for you there. I can't remember. But l- let 2023 go down in history as the year we got Clive. <laughs> yes, yes. Um. Let's talk through this Banzuke. Mm. Why don't you kick us off the lone Yokozuna? Yeah. Terra Fuji. Yeah. What can you tell me about this man? Look, would it be good news if I said that he was uh, participating? Would you? How would you feel about that? In the Basho? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure what authority no, what you else? have this on. In, in what else? Um, would, would I tell you that he'd be participating? Well, are you telling me that he's participating? Well, I'm not, is okay. the problem. Okay. Um, because we don't know, and I'm pretty sure there's been no definitive statement. He's been definitely, we spoke about it in Talking Sumo, participating in the Jungyo. He's been doing uh, Batsugari. I saw that he'd done it against Meisei just the other day. Um, he's definitely been repping, but he has said, I haven't really been doing any sumo lately, so I'm not sure of my condition. Always a problem. I feel like I'm not ready to train with others yet, but I've been moving my body and I'm doing everything I can at this juncture. And he's not, he has said that he's not going to decide until right at the. Yeah, I I mean, I think that that's exactly the point that he doesn't know. And he, and I think one of the quotes that we, we spoke about last time was that he's not going to come back unless he comes back at his absolute dominant best. Yeah. And I feel he's a long way off that. And again, I think what we're seeing, they're positive signs. He's moving his body. He's getting out on to the practice doyo. Yeah. But not actually doing sumo yet. And all of this still plays into my idea that he may not ever come back, but he's just um, establishing <laughs> himself as a... Um, persona. The brand. The brand Terunofuji. So to come back during the Jungyo and be there, everyone sees you, you know, he does Doya Iri, he does a little bit of training, he's there. So he's satisfying a bit of a need from the, you know, the Yokozuna Deliberation Council from the JSA to, to be there as a Yokozuna. But he's also, you know, on his Instagram, just putting up 
beautiful, amazingly cultivated images of, of him in black and white from various angles. Yeah. Yep. There's great brand development, brand cultivation going on, but we will not see him step out. I think we're, um, we're comfortable to say that. We won't see him at Kyushu Basho. I did want to just say, um, while we were talking about him um, and him coming from Isakahama, that there's been a great practice video and a rare practice video. You know when you see YouTube channels um, with, a, with an English name saying, oh, we're going into a sumo stable, sumo haya. And you're like, oh, no, what's this going to be? You know, it could be a little bit iffy. Yeah. Could be a little bit like, whoa. They'll be asking the one of the coaches to stop smoking. That's, that's right. That's <laughs> that right. famous story that always goes around. Yeah. Oh, push me around. Oh, everyone's so strong kind of thing. But there was a really good one. And uh, to be able to get inside is like a hummer, yeah. which not many people can. Um, so if you haven't seen it, they also don't – I watched – um, quite a bit of it and it's not narrated the whole time and the person who did it is not part of it the whole time. They just kind of let the camera roll and show the practice and it's really interesting. Um, this YouTube channel is called It's Time to Travel. Okay. Um, just, I don't know, search that in Isagahama. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, you know, Nishiki Fuji, Midori Fuji, Terana Fuji, um, Takara Fuji, Atami Fuji all doing their business and you know, working really hard and, and all of the lower rank guys, of course, just getting about their business. It's just a good insight into it. I, I really like that. Yes. I'm going to check that out. I haven't seen that. Mm. Let, uh, shall we move on to the Ozeki ranks? Sure. Sure. Takakesho. So Takakesho. Oh, my God. Has enough time passed? <laughs> well, you tell me. You're, how are you feeling in the – apart well, from the, the COVID and the extreme yeah, tiredness, how yeah. are you feeling about Takakesho? <laughs> Oh, look, I mean, sitting down and um, looking at the Banzuke again, I haven't given it a lot of thought, i.e. I've pushed the memory down into the dark recesses of my subconscious. And today I was forced to re to dig them out, Yeah. to have another go at processing them. And I had no luck. <laughs> Still don't like it. Still felt um, bad. Let's, let's focus on the positives. Tucker Keisho did shrug off Kataban with that. Mm -hmm. It was his, was it fifth? No, fourth Yusho? Oh. I probably should have looked before. It's something like that. Just one second. <laughs> it's got to be, I'm going to have a guess before I look it up. It's got to be fourth. fourth. Yeah. It, it is? is? Four. Yeah. Great. Um, 11-4. It was interesting, last Basho, only two Rikishi got to 11 wins, which I think is quite rare. Takakesho was one and his opponent in that final bout, Atami Fuji, was the other. Mm. Uh, low ranking, low, uh, uh, low scoring. Score. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Takakesho, he's still our Ozeki. Still feels like that Yokozuna run feels, it's a long way off still. Do you think? Uh, well, what if he wins again? I, I think the way he won will affect Do his chances. Do you? I yeah. don't reckon it will. I'm not alone in that. No, I'm sure you're not, but... Uh, All of my sumo friends agree with yeah, me. Yeah, all of the Western sumo but friends. But that's how I pick my sumo friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as they disagree Hello, with me, you... I cut them off. What do you think about Takakesho's henka? Love it. You're out. You're out. 
<laughs> hey, something, as I was scrolling through Sumo DB this afternoon, I noticed that Tucker Keisho slightly changed his Shikona this year in between March and May Basho. Do you know that rings a very slight bell that he – I reckon I remember that reading about that. And so, immediately forgetting it. So for the last, more well, many years, he was known as Takakesho Mitsunobu. And yeah, after the March, Basho changed it to Takakesho Takanobu, which is actually his first name. And that's a change of one kanji, is it? I would believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the kanji for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did read, uh, I want to pull out a quote from uh, John Gunning. Uh, in his post-Basho wrap-up. Is it about the It's about the hanker. (laughs) And, you know, obviously you have to talk about it. I mean, John is a journalist. Yep. He has to to mention this. Yeah. Here's his take. Yes. And I'm quoting. John Gunning quotes it. Well, I do. Yep. While it's easy, especially for newer fans, I mean, what a burn. What a burn (laughs) on people new to the sport. And and I'll interrupt here to say... You don't have to have watched Sumo for very long to know that was a dog act. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'll start again. While it's easy, especially for newer fans, to get caught up in debating the rights and wrongs of Sumo's most controversial, brackets, but legal, technique, at the end of the day, Henker has long been an intrinsic part of the sport and every opinion, both for and against its use, have been stated and restated ad nauseum for decades. <laughs> that, that says everything, that statement. Like you can love it, you cannot, you can debate it, you cannot. Yeah. I, it, it, I mean, he could have said shut up about the hanker. Yeah. It, fewer words but would he have took, sufficed there. That's a full paragraph. Yeah, about there. 80 words there. I feel I've still got some things that he hasn't heard. You know, it's funny <laughs> for us. I don't know if I've said this before, but when we first started, we were very much down the line of hankers, uh legal Stop! Hey, new fans, <laughs> stop I, debating it. Well, I have I've never been a fan of it. I, I think I've been much more um, accepting of it in in right, okay. earlier years, uh, and now I think I'm so tied up in every single storyline that I uh, I really feel every hanker with every well, you know, no, you're fiber right. and nerve of my body. There, there's a time and a place. Yeah. And, you know, as Dr. Ben Marshman has uh, uncovered in his research, I mean, you do need to take a number of things into account. And, and I think in this case, oh God, we're talking about it again. I didn't I really know. want to get bogged down I just in it. thought that. I'm gonna, Here I'm gonna, we go on another no, round I'm again. i myself up. All right. Let's move on. All right. Uh, it's legal though. That's what I was going to say. All right. But the Yokozuna <laughs> run, I, I really yeah. want to say again, I want to reiterate from my side that um, I think if he does well again here, if he gets a Yusho, definitely he'd be considered for Yokozuna. Really? If he gets yeah. a junior show, I don't know, like maybe if it's really high. Mm. Yeah, and I wonder whether Terunofuji and his very, very slow recovery is exactly. playing into this. And his yeah. impeccable Instagram account. Yeah, absolutely. Kirishima. Yeah, our other, well, one of our other Ozeki Kirishima is on the east side, uh, or I should say, yeah, no, he's on the east side. This is his third basho at Ozeki and like Takakesho, got rid of that 
dirty Carterbun stink in September with that solid six and nine. Interestingly, though, looking at his record, he did not string together two consecutive winning days in that second week when he went up, up against the Sanyaku. Mm. And I think one of the things as you look through the Sanyaku records, and especially Upper Maegashira, is that it's very, very evenly matched up there right now. Mm. And that's why we're not seeing these dominant performances up there, it's very, very hard to string those wins together. I think so. Kirishima also has been someone who, you know, can be a little bit up and down, a little bit inconsistent. Well, Maybe true. we're seeing that again up at this highest yeah, track. I do think he's west. I think that's our confusing yeah. way of writing it that um, means that he's he's moved across uh, from east to west. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what he does here. Obviously, rescuing himself from Kadaban is... Uh, great, but how can he continue to represent up here? Mm, great question. Hoshoryu, he is the third Ozeki. He has been given a bit of a burn, not placed at Ozeki 2 East, and I left at Ozeki 2 West. He went 8-7, and it was a thrilling 8-7 in the end. He's uh, This is his second Basho Ozeki. Six years in professional sumo, and it all came down to day 15. That's what I love so much about sumo, that an 8-7, you can think, oh, that's just a kachikoshi, you know, at some point in the tournament. But when it comes down to that very final day, he beat Hokuseiho. It was a Watashikomi thigh-grabbing pushdown yeah. win. We rewatched oh. it today. He picked up both of Hokuseiho's legs and felled him. Yeah. I, I think that'll, that will be a real confidence boost getting that kachikoshi in a very, very trying basho for Hoshoryu. Just the, the cards weren't falling his way. Yeah. He had such a, a trial here. Yeah. To come up to represent, we've seen quite a few fail at this point in their first basho at Ozeki. He failed, he failed, he failed again. And then he came back. And, you know, his, his quote that we've talked about a lot, I'll do my utmost never to tarnish the reputation of the Ozeki rank. Well, he didn't. He somehow rescued his mental state after going so low yeah. so quickly. And I think that was the most admirable thing. He really showed mental fortitude, especially in that second week. And we've seen so many eight sevens from him. And in the past, it's been... Uh, annoying, it's been frustrating, it's been him not living up to his potential perhaps, but this time at Ozeki, I don't know, for, for me that 8-7 was really cool. Yeah, it was very, <laughs> very good. Let's move on to our Sekiwake. Daesho is at Sekiwake 1 East. This is Daesho's fourth appearance at Sekiwake in a row. Now, Daesho, another Rikishi who got off to a bit of a rough start in September. He was two and three after those first five days and then went on to win eight in a row. Yeah. Really good. kept himself in that Yusho conversation uh, just by stringing those wins together. Lost on the final day to Takakesho. Yeah, though. to force the, the playoff. Yeah. But looking at his year... Daesho has done very, very well. So 10-5 in May, 9-6 in July, and now 10-5 in September. He's starting to really look comfortable at Sekiwake. And, and no, you know, there's no talk of Ozeki runs really for any of these. Uh, well, I mean, Kodnawaka mm, maybe starting around. one. Kodnawaka, yeah, not, maybe. Not, uh, not this time around, but I tell you what, he's building a very, very solid foundation 
for when he is ready to make that campaign. And Daesho is capable of doing it. I reckon I'm always really excited to see what he's going to do. Like in July, there was that was the situation where there was where there were all those Ozeki runs going on, and he they couldn't do it. None of them could do it. But to then come back and get ten five yeah, as well, absolutely. Come on, Daesho. He's he knows how to do his style of sumo. He's looking very, very good at the moment. Uh, his mate on the other side is Wakamoto Haru. Uh, his fourth basho at Sekiwake since making his debut earlier this year. Uh, I took a look at his results against the Sanyaku in September and he was uh, he fought seven of them and he won three and lost four. So mm. it, it really feels like it, at this point in Wakamoto Haru's career, Sekiwake is sitting good for him. Feels like every basho is a challenge yeah. to get that eight and especially nice in September to get that ninth win. It's so good to see Wakamoto Haru just get around. And during the Jungyo as well, like nine out of ten photos that come out of the Jungyo feature him. Yeah. Everyone loves him. He's everybody's mate. He's always mucking around. He's always smiling. You know, he's yeah. got these beautiful smile lines that just show that he's such a – he's just established himself in the top – ranks of the sport. Could you imagine sumo without this I can't this now. I absolutely can't. Yep. What a legend. They were terrible days. I know. And we've come back from our, you know, Wakamoto Haru Henka uh, Let's issues. Not talk about um, it. I'm straight back. I'm <laughs> not even thinking about it now. Don't know why it popped into my head. Kodno Waka. The other Sekiwake, he uh, went 11 and 4. Hmm. Fighting Am I right them? Yep. Now, saying that. Did he? he? He certainly did. I mean, he was under the radar. Actually, that's a third Rikishi who had 11-4. No, I said went, there were only two. He went 9-6. 9-6. I think I didn't uh, update that. Okay. There's some issues with this table I'm our, discovering. Our system isn't perfect. I have to say our Banzuke system is. It's, it's artisanal. Yeah. It's handcrafted. Yeah. It's, is it always right? It's, no, it's not. It's manually uh, scribed. Yeah, it is. You know, we do it with pens and pencils. Because Sumo DB takes three or four <laughs> days to update the Banzuke, <laughs> and this is why we do it. Look, it's his second Basho at Sekiwake, that I can tell you. He finished with three wins, uh, those wins against Abi Kimbozan, who was in really good form, Wakamoto Haru. But he's not yet able to consistently topple Kirishima, Takakesho. He did beat Hoshoryu. It was the, the day nine oh, Kodanage yeah. top of the foot drama the where controversy. everybody debated for 12 hours over whether the top of Hoshoryu's foot touched a puff of dust. Um, but he eventually was given that win, Kodanawaka, after Monoi. Yeah. Um, well, shall we move on to Komasubi? Yeah. The only thing I want to say about Konowaka was that he's never beaten Asaniyama. That was something that stood out to me in two tries. So I think at this point that's he's someone really important that he needs to find a, a bit of a win against. Komasubi. Komasubi. Abi. Abi returns yeah. to Komasubi. He's back. He had a brief little stint back there at Maigashira 2 uh, in September. He went 10 and 5 though. It's no secret. I've still got very big questions about Abi Sumo. Yep. Yep. I think I, I think it's 50-50 as to whether he's going to front up and fight yeah. or he's going to try something a bit. Well, I wouldn't say Wiley because Wiley has a positive connotation. Mm. We've seen him hanker a lot. We've seen him jump to the side a lot. We've seen a lot of meet and moves. 
Look, I, I guess with Tucker Keisho ushering in this do-anything-it-takes-to-win era of sumo. Oh, no, is that what it is? Well, this is what it is. Apparently, we can't talk about hankers anymore because John Gunning's <laughs> told us not to. Uh, yeah, apparently, you can just do whatever you want now to win. Mm. And in this era... I Abby's think, like, woo! Well, Abby will Great do very me. well, Yeah, <laughs> I think. I've always said that, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, look, on the other side of Komosubi... Oh, this name, is great. Oh, yeah, I tell you what. Could you have a greater disparity in, you know... You could not. Quite a few dog acts and then just absolute no, highest just standard the, representing sumo. The ricochet we're talking about, of course, is Hokuto Fuji. Back at Komosubi for the first time since March 2020, a.k.a. the Quiet Basher. Yeah. Uh... Great to see him back. That 9-6 at Maegashira 1 in September looked fantastic. Gee, he's really been stringing uh, some great performances together this year. I feel like there's been a shift in his sumo. Yeah. That something has clicked for Hokuto Fuji. Yeah, it certainly clicked back. I mean, I think when he, he was up there before, he was looking pretty strong, pretty um, – you'd be pretty confident. Sometimes I try to – judge my confidence in a rikishi about when they step out, when they go forward, how how confident am I feeling that they're going to win? And for him it was that and now it's sort of come back to that a little I, bit. I, I felt I was a big fan of him early on. I, I've always felt consistency has been the biggest barrier to him mm. doing better. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what we're seeing now is just that there's that time in a Rikishi's career where the experience uh, yeah. crosses over yeah. that brief moment of time where their body <laughs> yeah. hasn't started brief to decay moment, too bad. Sure. So I feel like the window is open for Hokuto Fuji right now and we're seeing this in this great result in this move to Komasubi. Now, a rank, this is his third time at Komasubi, but he's never stayed there. Mm. So back in March when he was there 2020, he went 4-11. <laughs> Uh, November 2019, he went seven and eight. And when he debuted in March 2019, he went seven and eight mm-hmm. as well. I think, I would like to think things are different. At Maegashira 1, he's fighting most of the Sanyaku. It will be a very, very challenging first week, probably second week as well for Hokuto Fuji, but I don't know. I've just got a feeling. He could. He could he have could. The, the flame. He could... Get that winning record at Komasubi. Let's move to uh, Maegashira 1 rank. Now, Asaniyama, I did think that this was someone who they could have opened up a, another Komasubi <laughs> rank for, but it, it w- really wasn't going to be this time around. I think it was pretty clear thinking about the Banzuke that everyone needed to go with. There was no I, other Do you spots. know what? No, I, in fact, looking at it, it would have solved one of the problems that I had further down which will jump there, which was, uh, I mean, look at Takiyasu from Maegashira 7 only moves to Maegashira Yeah, there are a few that would people have, who weren't promoted enough. Exactly. And mm. I think someone a bit further down as well. I felt that they were, well, I mean, look at Gonoyama moves from Maegashira 5 to Maegashira 4. I think our new cat yeah, is trying to get up onto the kitchen counter. So we, we have to put Yuki's food away because he will eat Yay. everything. He's one of those garbage guts cats. But he also <laughs> has discovered vertical movement and thinks that he can jump up on the bench with a uh, body full of stitches. So <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I uh, you know my opinion towards 
opening up Komisubi slots. Mm. The more the merrier. This is a clear <laughs> case, a 9-6 at Maegashira, two exozeki in sparkling form. Put him back. Yeah. Yep. Put him back. And if there's another spot down the bottom, just pop Onosato up there absolutely. from Jurio 14. This. I love this thinking. And that's how you do it. But but you're absolutely right in that Asaniyama is going to come into Sanyaku. Okay, it's not now, to be, but it will be January. He's going to disrupt that upper rank. Yeah, I mean, I've got a controversial opinion. I don't think 9-6 was enough for him to get up there. I mean, sure he is at Maegashira too. <laughs> but I don't think he displayed enough wins. I think he should have wrecked and he didn't wreck. So make him have another go. Well, uh, you like, I think uh, one rank move with a 9-6 yeah, is mean-spirited. <laughs> well, look, he has been injured. We know that he's had yeah. a big toe injury. We know that he had a left bicep injury. It seems that those are fine now, or at least there's no... Um, outward sign of them. But then apparently in Hiroshima during the Junyo, he tore a muscle in his left calf during a workout with Nishikigi. So just really yeah, okay. uh, finding himself on the wrong side of the injury list here. So yep. he was uh, he went to undergo a medical examination at a hospital in Fukuoka, but that's really bad news for, well, mostly us and Asaniyama fans, but also him. So... But he'll turn up. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I, he'll just be fine. I have no idea. I guess it's yeah. how bad the muscle tear is. Yeah, Maybe he okay. won't. That's the first time I've let myself think yeah. that, actually. <laughs> Never intended to say that out loud, and yeah. now I have. Now we're all sad. But also at Magashira 1, it's Ura, and we've been seeing some amazing Ura content during the Jungyo. There were some great pictures today of... Him with Wakamoto Haru lovingly encircling him around the belly from behind. Just such good friends. Um, but Ura, he's finally broken free of the Magashira 4 shackles. It, it he's does been feel in. like he's been around that rank yeah. for a little while. Three Basho, in fact. Really? Right. And a couple of seven eights in there where he just, I mean, he went, you know, east to west kind of business. But yep. this 9-6 worked wonders and pushed him back up to... Uh, the Magashira one so, rank, four wins in a row at the end. So this is Ura's highest or equal highest rank now. Mm. So he was back at Magashira one in March 2022. Yep. He went four and 11 then. Mm. Are we going to see a different performance from Ura this time around? I mean, he's 31, so maybe he's at that beautiful oh, point the, between um... body and injury. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, body and uh, experience. Yes. Experience an injury. The zone of optimal sumo. Oh. Zos. Zos. <laughs> <laughs> Took so long. <laughs> He's at optimal Zos. He is, yeah. We could the be. The zone of optimal Zos. <laughs> Zos. 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 Absolute Zozos merchant, that man. Well, looking forward to seeing what Ura can do at Maegashira 1. Let's move on to Maegashira 2. Shodai is on the east side, moving up from Maegashira 3 with an 8-7 result. Gee, Shodai was good last time. <laughs> he really <laughs> was. Yeah, you know, and when I say good, I mean good to watch. Yeah. His uh, sumo was very generous. Yeah, yeah. It was up. I would say he wins when, he, when you expect him never to win. Exactly. Yeah, love that. And that's why he's so great for the sport, so great to have around. Yeah. And 
Look, I mean, he's still, he's a barrier up the top. Absolutely. He'll be fighting Sanyaku. He knows how to beat them. Yeah. Uh, in September, he beat Takakesho and Hoshoryu, you know, and took a bit of a dent out of the Komasubi as well. So he, you know, there's still fight in him. And in his hometown. In his hometown. Well, near his hometown, you know, as close as he can get. He'll be getting the power along with, who else is from there? Sadanomi. Yes. Well, he's from the Oki Islands, but mm. I, I guess that's probably his home. Is that Okonomi? Oh, sorry, Sadanomi. Yeah, he's Sadanomi. from the Sads Islands. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good Zosk. Yeah. <laughs> Zone of optimal sumo <laughs> commentary. Zosk. <laughs> We're doing it tonight. Uh, we are doing Clive, it. sit down. Yeah. Oh, okay, so catch shenanigans. the other Maegashira 2 is Meisei, who drops one spot from Maegashira 1 with that 7 and 8. Look, I think Meisei did a reasonable job uh, in September. A little bit unlucky to not get the wins, but he was really treated to the, to the full Maegashira 1 experience. And he actually fought most of the Sanyaku. And if you look through his 15 days, he did not have an easy day at the no, office. Of course. Until... No. Day 15, oh, yeah. where he beat Kotoeko. Oh, so, nice. but really, it was only day 15 until that led up. I'm sorry I said that that was nice, Kotoeko. Sorry, Kotoeko. But to go seven and eight yeah. at Magashira one. Well, that's for Mesa, great result. To not go four and 11. Yes. You know, Didn't three drop and 12 his bundle. at the top of the joy is yep. um, extremely impressive. So uh, just a drop to Magashira two there for Mesa. Best of luck to him. Now, Takeyasu. I'm going to say that I would have been prepared for him to jump short eye, uh, for short eye to to go down one more rank. What? <laughs> so, sorry, well, hang on. To stay at his rank with an eight seven. You can't do that. You can. You can't pop Takiyasu over. You the cannot top. do that. I think you can stay <laughs> if you're seven and eight. If you move across, but if you mm. get eight seven, they can't move you across, mm. especially if you're short eye. All right, I, I'm not sure why I said that, but I just want Takiyasu <laughs> up high. He was at Magashira 7. This is a maybe his magic rank because the last two times that he's been there in March and September of this year, he's gotten 10 and 5. Huh, okay, right. It's probably a good mix of, you know, fighting around that mid-Magashira where his experience yeah. uh, makes up for his strength. But he's, he can still give those, uh, you know, the few Sanyaku he might fight a bit of a scare. I think so. I think at uh, Magashira 3... Oh, I can't even say what Takeyasu is going to do, wow. actually. I was going to say he's, you know, might be a little bit too high and it might be time to accept this, you know, end of career feeling. He's done so well to get back up here, but I'm never prepared to admit that. So I'll just move <laughs> on to Tobizaru, who's dropped down from Komasubi to Magashira 3 after a 6 and 9. He's someone else like Hokuto Fuji who hasn't been able to stay more than one basho. At Komasubi, this is the third time he's tried. I mean, we love his sumo, of course, but this time oh. around he, he wasn't able to pick up those wins. I think to try to judge Toby Zaru's success with such a blunt metric <laughs> as numbers yeah. is to not understand the value of Toby Zaru. It's you fine. many dimensions. It doesn't matter where he is. What matters he, is that he is there. Yep. Shall we move on to Maegashira 4? Oh, yes. Uh, Gonoyama moves. As I said before, from Maegashira 5, uh, with 
a very impressive nine and six. Doesn't really show any signs of hitting that ceiling yet. Yeah, this was one of the promotions that I thought was a little bit underdone. Only one spot for such an impressive performance. Only his uh, third Makuchi appearance as well. Surely we could have found an M3. I think that would have sat a little better with me. But yes, because they didn't open up that third Komasubi slot. He yeah. has to be happy with Maegashira 4. On the other side, we have Nishikigi who falls from Komasubi after that 5 and 10. Bit of a uh, reality check for Nishikigi as he crashes back down to earth here. You know, looking at his record back in September... His first 10 days were actually quite good. He was 5-5, five and five, but he'd fought, a, a, well, a number of Sanyaku and the uh, upper Maegashira. But from Wednesday, the exact day when he started fighting way down, he lost the final five days. Yeah. It really felt like he ran out of steam yeah. or... Had, had, or it was psychological, I you know. It's it like, psychological. I'm, I'm up here, I'm doing my best. And then as soon as it was just back down, he's like, oh, well. Well, I mean, one of the things that you've often said with Nishikigi's recent success is that you don't know how he wins. And it feels like maybe it got to the Wednesday and he's like, I don't know how I win either. <laughs> uh, and he completely forgot. So, look, we having Nishikigi at Komasubi was a treat, something we can say that we saw. But now yeah. we move on with yeah, life. <laughs> I think so. Back down, uh, perhaps, in an, a little bit more appropriate spot. I did just want to say about Konoyama that I'm so excited that he is up here. There's a photo from the Junyo, the most recent days of the Junyo with um, – they get four people usually, three or four people, uh, Rikishi at a time, up on the doya to answer questions. And there's one uh, photo of Konowaka – him, Gonoyama, Ura, and Wakamaru Haru. So, what I'm saying by that is that he, and he looks totally at home. He's in the inner circle. Kodnawaka has his arm yeah. kind of around his, yeah. and he just looks absolutely at home in there. The other guys look at home with him. I just think Gonoyama is someone who just slots in with those mm. top yeah. rikishi, and I really look forward to very, that coming true to in terms of his, you know, his sumo and his uh, record. So at Maegashira 5, we have Onosho. He went 9 and 6. He only moved up from Maegashira 6 to 5. A little bit rude. Yeah, He's someone else who could no, have benefited from another. Absolutely. Just I just more. feel we shift all of these guys up one. And I think the person on the other side I'd say the same thing about. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Midori Fuji. Would have loved him to go higher. Went 10-5 at Maegashira 9. The best thing about Midori Fuji this time was just seeing him rediscover great sumo number one, but very specific great sumo, the Katsukashi. Yeah. He had eight wins in a row, day eight to 15. He had six Katsukashi in the whole Gee, six. And he had two on days 14 and 15, like finished wow. off with a double. There was something about it too. The Katsukashi setups were so long. Yeah. And so obvious. Yeah. You knew it was coming and I'm sure his opponent knew it was coming. Just broadcasted, got up under the shoulder. But the power of his execution means that they can't do anything about it. It's, it's really a joy to watch someone. Uh, and, you know, to me this is what the technique prize should mm. or could represent is someone just with an absolute mastery. Yeah. 
They're probably like, technique. oh, we can't give it to him again. You know, he's down at Mike Shear nine. He's just doing the the one that he knows. But to be able to suddenly switch oh, that back on. It's harder. Pull it off so many exactly. times. Exactly. Everyone's yeah. looking for it. And the score, you know, 10-5. Amazing that more than half of those wins came from that one <laughs> exactly. technique. Incredible stuff. Uh, moving on to Mike Shear six, Shona no Umi. Drops one, oh, yeah, drops one spot from Maegashira 5 due to that 7 and 8. He was fighting at his highest rank back in September, and that was coming off that, I'm calling it an over-promotion, or at least I called it an over-promotion at the time, where back in July at Maegashira 14, he went 10 and 5. Um, but showed at Maegashira 5, he could certainly match it. And I think that makes me look at that 7 and 8 result in a very, very favourable light to show he deserves to be up here. Uh, this drop to Maegashira 6, this feels exactly where he should be fighting and I'm excited to see what he can do with that. Me too, to move up so quickly. Um, and even though, you know, with that slight over-promotion to just go 7 and 8, he he was... Seven seven matchup, well, he had, right? Yeah, he had that. That he could have got that winning record. He was up against Sadumi on the final oh, day. Oh come on! Both coming in on <laughs> seven and seven. But look, you know, it's a that's great news for Sadumi. Yeah, still a great result yeah, for Sean uh, Sean Sorry, my <laughs> iPad just went weird. Um, on the other side of Maegashira six, we have Takanosho who slips down two spots from Maegashira four with that six and nine. Result, there were some positive signs from Takanosho back in September, but I still feel he's struggling with that consistency. And yeah, that, that Sekiwake form of old seems like so long ago now. So far off. I mean, towards the end, he, he won on day 15, but then he had the, the five days lost before that. And oh, I just wish that he was uh, going better. Yeah. Yep. We all have wishes. <laughs> That's one of mine too, though. Hokuseho uh, at Maegashira 7 on one side, Kinbozan on the other. This is a hot rank, I reckon. This is a hot rank. I'm going to call this a hot rank. I'm going to say it's the second hottest rank. Okay. There's a hotter oh, rank. to come. Hotter to rank come. to come. You know the yep. one I'm talking about. Yep, yep, yep. Hokuseho, <laughs> he turned his 5-10 around previously into a 10-5. He also could have gone up a little bit higher, but um, it's good to see really been investigating Hokuseho's uh, form and I found it good to see that when he fell down to Magashira 11 in September, that was too low for him. Exactly. He, he showed that. Yeah, yep. he did really, really well. And so to be able to settle for, you know, uh, Magashira 7 where he is here and possibly a little bit higher, I think that's um, that's a great situation for him for now. He's still got toppled like a tree a couple of times. Oh, well, I mean, that Hoshori about you are... Uh... You showed us, it was like a big tree being felled. <laughs> yeah, totally. It, it's funny though. I, I mean, my reflection on Hokuseho's sumo from September was, yeah, that's, that people are still finding gaps. He does have, does have that ability to feel like he's not going very well and still put up double digits. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He just still can stand still, reach over and pick up. Yeah. Six wins somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just by being tall. Yes. So it works for him still and it has to work for him still. I mean, that is part of his sumo. He can't discount that. Nope. He has the body that he has. Yep. He has to work with it. Um, and I think he needs to, you know, 
work on some of the sumo around that and I think he's starting to do that. And to come up to Maegashira 7 is uh, really great for him. Kim Bozan, I mentioned before, uh, to complete the uh, hot rank of Maegashira 7. I think it's great to see him come back in into some kind of form. He went 9 and 6 at Maegashira 10. Um, and one of the things I like most about him coming up into Magashira 7 is that, that it means that maybe on day one we'll see Hokuseiho v Kimbozan. Yeah. Kimbozan has never beaten Hokuseiho before, so I think that'll be a good matchup. Certainly will. Moving on to Magashira 8, we have Endo, who moves up two spots from Magashira 10 with his 9 and 6. Endo turned 33 oh. on October 19. And I saw the social media really uh, wish him a happy birthday. They did. I mean, he's still so, he's so popular. popular. I was about to say I'd forgotten he was on the Bunzuke at all, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I shouldn't. Oh, don't say that. No, 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 don't come for me. Um, 33. What's his Zoss rating? Uh, I reckon it's... There's, is he in the zone of optimal sumo? Well, I would have said that he was maybe a couple of years ago. I wonder if he's Zossed out. Earlier. Well, but, you know, turning 33, the experience is getting, you know, he's got a few more years' experience. Mm. The body seems to be holding up. The number could he re himself? For, oh, could he could. I mean, if he, if there's a possibility of going Zoss yeah. whilst also detesting sumo, yeah. then he yeah. absolutely can do it. He's the only man that can do it. <laughs> uh, on the other side of Maegashira 8, Atami Fuji. Yes. The young man. What do we man. think of this? He's moved up from Maegashira 15 to Maegashira 8 after that 11-4 runner-up in September. What do I think about that? Could have gone higher. Could have gone higher. <laughs> Could have gone one higher if they'd made another slide. <laughs> this is our Banzuke uh, <laughs> refrain this time around. Yep. We don't want to go too much. Just not could have gone higher. It's just could have gone one, one higher. More. <laughs> What, I mean, what can you say about Atami Fuji on debut in September just set the sumo world on fire? I was quite impressed with his ability to, to deliver good sumo, and I'll say that up to the final few days, not over the whole 15 days, under just an immense amount of attention um, from the media, from the sumo community around the world. He, he just feels like hot property right now. An absolute beast on the doyo, but an absolute sweetheart off it. Yeah, uh, great we, we, story. We were treated to some amazing footage of him walking down the side alley of the Kokukikan, spending some quality time with fans. Who did he meet? He met a race car driver? I think so. Someone famous. But it, it just feels, for this 21-year-old, seems to have a very, very good head on his shoulders. I can't <sighs> predict how he's going to back it up. I've, well, I mean, we've a read a lot about him since and that he really did say that the pressure landed on him on day 15, that he felt it, felt it, felt it, but then on day 15 it was just immense and we can only imagine what that was like and, as you say, to be able to deal with it yeah. Up to that point is incredible. Well, then where will he take it from now? Well, I know. In that Isagahama video, he was being worked to the bone. I know it's only one video. I know it's one tiny little insight into the training. But um, the other Makuchi, Rikishi, of course, Terunofuji, but Takarofuji, who's lower, much lower ranked than him now, 
Nishiki Fuji is down the bottom of the Bantuke and Midori Fuji is successful at the moment. You know, we're all standing around sort of not doing as much um, of the person-to-person pushing sort of training and and he's just in there working and it's like they've said, you know, you achieved that, now we want you to go even higher, we want you to do even more, like you can't slack off now. It's so exciting to see what's going to happen over the next few years. hope he's all right. He's got such a great group of ricochet around him too, doesn't he? Yeah. God, it's very, very yep. exciting. Uh, okay, let's move on. We could talk about a tummy Fuji all night, but we need, we do need to move on. Can't wait to see how he goes. Mike Shearer, nine. Uh, on the east side, we have Miyogiryu. This is his uh, best outcome since 2022 in September when he got his junior show 11 and 4. This time he went 10 and 5. Miyogiryu, I never know how he's going to go. He's jumped up to Mike Shearer, nine. He's 37 years old. He's one of the oldest he Ricochet at the is, moment yeah. in Makuchi. And I don't know, he always flies under the radar for me, he sort of bounces around and this time he's back up at night. Oh, he's a great presence. And especially, as you said, down at Magashira 13 where he was in September, just a threat. I love when he comes up, and this is going to be the case quite a few times this around, when he comes up against a Jirio debutante. Uh, sorry, someone oh, who's come up from Jirio wow, yeah. in, as a Makuchi debutante. And they're just like, oh, it's... Yeah, giddy. Oh, no. Yeah, he's, he's a bit old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I should be fine. I should be fine. And he just eliminates yeah. them. <laughs> oh, I think you're spot on with that prediction. Uh, Mitakumi is on the other side. He's come up from Magashira 11 with a 9-6. Uh, a while back he said he was going to win the Yusho. That has absolutely not played out. <laughs> but Did uh, he say that or did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you said it as well. But yeah. You know, he said I didn't disagree. <laughs> he was trying to come back and he was he was aiming for the Yusho. I think it was a while ago. But this 9-6 sends him back up a little bit from uh, 11 to 9. So I can just enjoy Sumo at that exactly rank, I reckon. right. Uh, Maegashira 10, we have Ryudin, who is slipping down a lot of spots, I would say, for his 6-9 at Maegashira 6. So a four-rank drop for the man they call the dude. Uh, yeah. Didn't look like he wasn't really keeping up at Magashira 6, though, didn't it? Mm, yeah. His sumo was quite uh, forgettable. Yeah, we. Wasn't really on the belt. Didn't look like he had a plan out there. Keep wondering where these guys are going to top out and, well, you know, uh, sort of see it a couple of times. It's, it's funny. Ryudin's one of these ricochet right now who is struggling to find a home. It feels like, oh, I mean, just looking at 2023, it's just been such a bumpy ride. In March, he was at Maegashira 2. He went 2.13. Uh, in July, he was down at Maegashira 15 where he went 10.5. So Maegashira 15, it's too low. Yeah. Maegashira 6, too high. Maybe Maegashira 10 might be a better result maybe, for him. <laughs> maybe. And he comes up against uh, Koto Echo probably on day one. Yes, Koto Echo, uh, who slips down two spots with his... Six and nine from Maegashira. Eight now landing with Ryudin at Maegashira. Ten. Yeah, regulation drop here oh, from yeah. Koto Oh, yeah, doesn't Echo. need to be one higher. He's right. No, no, he's exactly where he needs to be for oh, once. No. Well, that's a problem now because we've got an empty spot. Because if oh, everyone's true. one no, higher. I, don't worry, I can find someone else to overpromote. <laughs> don't you worry about that. Uh, move. Let's move on to Maegashira 11. Well, it's Sadanoumi, uh, another hometown boy after a long stint in the upper, upper Maegashira ranks. He too has 
maybe like Riordan, come back to a more comfortable position of Magashira 11. Um, oh, hang on, he's gone up. I've read that wrong. He's gone up to Magashira 11. Congratulations, Sunumi. Well done, Sunumi. Omedito gozaimasu. And on the other side we have Hiradumi. Love the Banzuke. Love reading it wrong. Um, Hiradumi came up to his highest rank in July mm. of Magashira 5. And I got really excited because I'm actually a big Hiradumi fan. I like how no matter what, at all times and places, he goes for it. It felt like it was happening for him. Just goes hard and I thought this is it. But yeah. uh, he went Makakoshi, went down to Magashira 8 and now he's gone Makakoshi again, 6 and 9 and gone down to 11. So... I don't know. I, I still retain a little core of uh, excitement there for Hiradumi. Okay. I hope he doesn't settle down into just a bit of a player at these ranks. But, yeah. um, you know, we'll see this time. All right, let's move on to Maigashira 12. Uh, we have Oho, who moves down, well, a long way from his previous rank of Maigashira 7. Yeah, after a very ordinary 5 mm. and 10. Looking at his results... It's when he's in single-digit Maegashira ranks, uh, he really, really struggles. Nine and above? Yes, nine and above. He's, he's a double-digit dude. So <laughs> so we saw in September, like I just said, five and ten from Maegashira seven. When he was at Maegashira eight in January, he went four and eleven. And when he was Maegashira six in July, he went six and nine. Yeah. So back in the double digits, should do better this time. On the other side of Maegashira 12, well, Tamawashi. Yeah. Who suffers a huge drop from Maegashira 3 with that 2 and 13. Oh, that was devastating, wasn't it? And we were just it, waiting for him to get, well, the first one, but then that second win just like, they were so late Well, they the were. They, I think it was in the final few days. He only beat... And I think this speaks to the depths of this result. He beat Chia Shoma and Dai Shoho. Both now in Jurio. <laughs> Both now in Jurio. Both finished on 3 and 12. Mm. So, look, Tamawashi, he turns 39 uh, on November 16. Still participating in every day of the Jungyo, still turning up with little kids calling his name, presumably adults as well, just repping the sport so hard still such an absolute star but it was oh. it was really um emotional <laughs> to see him yeah. uh take that two and 13 just just struggling out there i mean you know we get it all of these this long and you know record filled career i feel like the sun's setting so we need to appreciate every single day we see yeah. this uh legend of sumo yep. step up onto the doyo Magashira 13 on the east side, it's Takara Fuji. He's really just at the moment maintaining the lower Magashira ranks. He's not doing anything too impressive. He moved down one rank with a seven and eight. Wasn't that's able that, to get that kachikoshi. That's business. Yeah. He's doing the sumo yep. business. Nobody uh, <laughs> needs to worry themselves. Thank you very much Absolutely about not. Takara Fuji is just. Doing the business. Tsurigisho was on the other side. Now, Tsurigisho was someone we were talking about a lot in the first week of the uh, 
Basho, I feel like there should be a special German word or something for the first week <laughs> of the Basho when you think that someone's going really like surprisingly well and you talk too much about them and then they just disappear. He was 8-3, got his kachikashi on day 11 and then uh, they yeeted him up the Torokumi. Well, I feel this is the the Hokuto Fuji effect. Yeah. This is where we've seen it most, well, in my mind most recently where – yeah, I, I think he went eight or nine zero and then got put up and yeah. just got absolutely annihilated. <laughs> and Midori Fuji and I guess back Terran Fuji when he's at Mogashiro yeah, 17 yep, as well. Absolutely. It's just that he won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tsurugisho, we were mentioning his name all over the place, but he lost the final four days to finish on eight and seven. He still got the Kachikoshi, still yep. rescued himself at Mogashiro 16 and was Fairly heavily overpromoted here to Magashira 13. That's fine. He did a good job. <laughs> All right. You were talking about a rank you thought was hot. Yep. I present to you. Yes. A little rank I like to call Magashira 14. Woo. And I'm going to kick it off with the east side and I'm going to mention a name, Tomokaze. Yes. He He's is back. back. Oh, so exciting. So many fans of Tomokaze are just doing a little dance right now. Look. You and I count ourselves as fans. This has been an absolutely extraordinary comeback to watch. Very, very different in texture and flavour to a lot of the comebacks that we've seen recently where the, we've seen these absolute meteoric rises. This is not about that. This is this is not flashy. It's no. not spectacular. Time, patience. Time, patience, hard work, yeah. strategy. Um if you've listened to our Jurio live commentaries, you would have heard us talk about the, the struggles and the challenges that Tomokaze has had to face. I believe it's his right ankle uh, was so badly injured when he injured it and it's never fully healed mm. to the point where he, you know, essentially in Japan carries a disability card. Mm. So he, he just does not have any function and he's been he's been apparently going around to schools and talking to school groups on going just because you have some kind of physical impairment doesn't mean you can't reach yeah. your dreams. Yeah. Now, if I just can't think of a better part of the curriculum than having Tomokaze come to your school. <laughs> like who's here today? And then Tomokaze walks in. Like, oh. Oh. I would like I'll tell it. you what. Bring him to my work, I say. Like, just take him around yeah, to everybody. Yeah, exactly right. I, I think that he's got a message that's universal. Nice. It resonates with kids, adults, workers, artists, dreamers. Yeah. Tomokaze is back. So um, uh, four years since he left with that uh, terrible injury. Exactly four years. It was November 2019. Wow. Yeah. Now, look, yes, we're excited that he's back. One of the things that I think we've seen in his sumo injurio is his ability to work around that injury. Will he be able to continue to do that in these upper ranks? Yeah, it's well, a really, the lower really ranks good... of the upper division. <laughs> the lower, yeah, that's right. It's a really good question, and I think an achievement. Yeah, and I'm not saying that he can't go on from here. Is to get back to Makuchi. Completely agree. Um. I think he does seem to know. I wondered if he'd stall out in Juria. Yeah, I, me too, me too. really thought that that was a possibility. There's lots of young um, support from his stable. I think he must have 
this Nishonoseki Bayer, you know, it's so strong and it's it it seems like maybe he's been buoyed by a, a lot of those up and coming guys as well and, and supported by them and by um, Exekis Nesado, Nishonoseki Oyakata, of course. So, yeah, maybe the fact that he's just got back is enough. But if it can keep going forward, going yeah. forward oh. now is – oh, sorry, going backwards is his strength, right? Well, no. I can't remember well, how he wins now. I, I need to go back and watch more Oh, uh, look, I mean, it, it, it's just – He just wins. Sometimes he retreats strategically, but his sumo is very tight. Mm. It's very economical. I just worry about his ability to generate enough power against a, yeah. you know, higher ranked ricochet. All I've got is a big shining Tomokaze angel in my mind now. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what he's sumo. Uh, <laughs> like... Now, probably having Tomokaze at Magashira 14 would have been enough. I know, that's enough, To call right? it a hot rank. Don't tell me there's someone else. Let me turn the temperature up. Because on the other side, we have Ichi Yamamoto yes! coming back yes! after that sensational 13 to... You show from Jurio 7 back in September. Oh, boy. There's just feelings in sumo and him winning the Jurio You show was a vibe. It was a feeling. It was very cool. The Jurio You shows are hard to get. We saw Ichi Yamamoto do that thing he hasn't done of late in Makuchi, which is just string together wins. Mm. He looked good. He moved forward. The thrusts were starting to, to generate some power. So, so happy to have him back. And he's, he's been in the media. He's been quite chatty. Yeah, yeah. So there's been a great article where basically someone just uh, went to his house, popped a microphone in front of him and asked him a ton of questions. Yeah, I mean, th- this, is, this is good journalism. And <laughs> it is, asking questions. Turning up at their house. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Ichi Yamamoto, he loves to chat. I mean, <laughs> there's so many great questions. It's about, you know, his his job that he was doing before sumo because unlike a lot of other guys, he was working a job before he started uh, sumo. He was a civil servant. Um, there's, there's a lot in this article about where he worked and, right, and okay. how he worked um, and what he did and his family and all of that. But one of the interesting things, anyway, he can talk. And one of the interesting things uh, I I wanted to pull out of this is about Sumo. And it was (laughs) about the Jirio Yusho. And he'd already beaten Ono Sato, the um, absolute uh, powerhouse from Nishonoseki. He'd beaten him once, a, a real surprise. And he'd knew he was coming up against him in the playoff. Uh, not in the playoff. He knew that if Onosato won on the final day, he would have to come up against him in the playoff. And his opponent, Onosato's opponent, was Roga. He saw him in the corridor, Ichi Yamamoto, and he turned on the charm and he just said, please. And Roga said, leave it to me, did beat Onosato. And later he and Ichi Yamamoto got together, um, had a hug, and Ichi Yamamoto said, you know, I owe you a, I owe you a beer, I owe you a, a night out, I owe you a dinner, and... Um, <laughs> They were mates now, so <laughs> Roga uh, yeah. worked with him. <sighs> Love it. Ichiyamamoto is a treasure. He also said that he's sad about, we know that he's a massive Wakataka Kage fan and he's been a fan of his um, ever since uh, school for a long, long time. Um, 
there's a beautiful photo in the article. Hang on, I've just spilt wine. I know. <laughs> I just I just tried to pick it up. It's just gone all in yeah, your pants. Yeah, my pants are quite wet. Yeah. Um, there's a lovely photo. <laughs> <laughs> no edits. Photo. And, and ironically, both the cats are sitting nicely now. Oh, great. Yep. They didn't knock over the wine. I've it was just you. <laughs> you didn't even notice either. Yeah, I didn't. I had to pick it up. Um, <laughs> Wakataka Kage. There's a beautiful yes. photo of him and Wakataka Kage in the article. And what I liked about that, it's I've got to find it now because I've got to read the caption. It's so cute. It's all the way at the bottom. I'm scrolling down. It's such a long article. Wow. Um, Commemorative photo taken with Wakataka Kage at the Fan Appreciation Festival in October <laughs> last year. Remember we talked about that yeah. a lot. And so they're both in a car and then it says underneath, photo provided by Ichi Yamamoto. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they all are, but you can just imagine that this, this photo of him with both of their arms up with Wakataka Kage in the photo, he's just like, oh, you can use this, you can so, use this. So Ichi Yamamoto wasn't there to be a rikishi, he was there as a punter, <laughs> <laughs> lined up for oh, three hours to get a photo. <laughs> and I still haven't got onto what he said about Wakataka Kage. So he's sad about him dropping so low. Um, he's down to Makushita six, I think, um, because there'll be no new merchandise until he gets back up again. And he's bought everything, every single piece of Wakataka wow. Kage merchandise. Uh, I it's hope, such a good article. I hope they fight it. each other when yep. Wakataka Kage comes back. Well, he, he said he's never had the opportunity because they were meant to, remember? Yeah. In, in September, I think, yeah. in Juria, but obviously he was he still was out. But he probably printed out that. Oh, he would have uh, loved Toriki. that. <laughs> <laughs> he would have bought that, uh, that, you know, the homework. Yep. Anyway. So what a what a rank, Magashira fourteen. Yeah, it's so good. where it's at. But we will have to begrudgingly move on to Magashira fifteen. But it's a really good rank as well because it's two uh, first time Makuchi Rikishi, two guys on debut in the top level of sumo. And on the east side we have Tohakuryu, huh. and on the west Churunumi. Yeah, Tohakuryu. A Jurio Rikishi we know quite well. I didn't think he had it in him. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, I, like, I'm happy to be surprised. Yep. I'm interested to see what happens here. I'm interested too because I didn't think there were any Tohakuryu fans. And the other day I was just scrolling through Twitter and having a, just a little look around and I found one. Yeah, right. Sean Falcon on Twitter. That's a cool name. He said, I love his scummy style of sumo. <laughs> Well said, Sean, Sean Falcon. Perfectly said. Scummy <laughs> style of sumo. I mean, he's known for quite a bit of pulling, hankers. You know, he's a fan of that. What did you call it before with Takakesho and Avi? I'm going to scroll all the way to the top. Did you write it down? The uh, new regime. Oh, the, the do whatever it takes to win. Yes, era. do whatever it takes to win era. Yep, I feel like Tohaku oh, is yeah. part okay, of that. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they're starting to build a bit of a movement. But That's let, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you something interesting about um, these four first-time uh, Makuchi Rikishi. So there's Tohakuryu and Chirinomi at 
Magashira 15. Let me just quickly jump to um, Magashira 16, uh, Roga and Magashira 17. We're going to talk about these separately, but Kidna Waka. All four of these guys uh, were high school champions together. So two are high school Yokozuna, that was Roga and Kidna Waka. And two are national high school champions. And that's these two here at Magashira 15, Toha Kuriu and Chironoumi. So it's just a real rush of guys who succeeded in and come up from school rather than Yurichi Yamamoto's who've gone out, got a job, come back to Sumo. Yeah, brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant to see. So Toha Kuriu, 10 and 5 at Jurio 4, Chironoumi. We've been big. Chirinoumi fans. Well, well, well Chirinoumi fans. Yeah, I would say. Or you. Yeah, yeah well, there's been something about his sumo that, that I hooked into. Mm. And coming uh, from Okinawa, I think. He's yeah, the fifth, I think that's his. Um, fifth Okinawan rikishi. Yeah, right. To get to Makuchi. And again, I've always been interested in his sumo. I never thought he'd get here though. But, I mean, it was just such a joy to watch him go around in September. Ten and five. Mm. This is the result I think he's had inside him for so long. And finally, he was able to let it out. So good to see. Big promotion here from Jurio 5. Yeah, yeah, it's really big. I like these surprises where, you know, at the end of a basho, we go, oh, these are the guys who might make it up. We don't know. We yeah. don't do it. And then it's always a surprise to me well, to see wa- where they end up and who comes up. Churunaumi was not on our radar. No, I don't think he was. I mean, I probably said his name with my mouth, but yeah. I'm not sure I, I thought I much about we, him being did, in. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. Well, the uh, good news continues as we move down to uh, Maigashira 16, Roga, that other rikishi that you mentioned, comes up from Jirio 1 uh, with an 8 and 7. Roga was in Jirio for 6 basho mm. and he got Kachikoshi in every single one. Oh, just Kachikoshi. Then. Well, few half eight sevens, half nine sixes. Oh. So it's been a very, very gradual build. And you know I'm a big fan of the gradual build yep. for these guys coming up. Good Jiro experience. Absolutely. Uh, and has built himself a very solid platform to make a campaign here from Maya Gashira. 16. Yeah. I mean, look, looking at these names, uh, it's like this hot, this, I don't think we've seen a group come up like this in quite a while. Mm. We do have to quickly stop on the other side of Maigashira 16 because it's not all good news down here. We do have Nishiki Fuji, which is one of the uh, rare rikishi who is down in the lower ranks for a negative reason, uh, who went 5 and 10 at Maigashira 13. feel like he uh, got away with it a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. Just a three-rank drop for him and could have ended up right at the bottom, I think. Well, I think he sh- he should have been. Uh, I mean, he's basically. I think he's quite lucky. Uh, he looked all over the shop in September. Yeah, no good. I feel no like he good. should be the one doing the um, hardcore practice at Isagahama at the moment. Absolutely. Tummy Fuji. He should be bringing a Tummy Fuji some snacks. Yeah. <laughs> and that brings us to our lone Maigashira 7, that name you've already mentioned. It's Kidnawaka. He was uh, his school's. 21st Yokozuna went to the same school as Gonoyama, the Saitama Sakae High School. And he is someone that I haven't really got a read on. I'm just going mm. to admit it. I, I, I see him a lot. We talk about him a lot in Jurio in our live streams. Yeah. Um, 
I've seen him as someone who is extremely invested in sumo and in success. Right. So much so sometimes that maybe he's a, he, he presents to me as, as quite aggressive, which is not always bad in a uh, oh, contact sport <laughs> where you uh, want to win, a competitive sport. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm really keen to to see how he's going to go. He spent 11 basho yeah, in Jurio. Right. He nearly got out. He nearly did the Roga yep. and flew straight through. But he went out one injured and had to do a little re-come up. But and look at that. now he's managed to scrape in. 8-7 from Jurio too. Mm. They needed someone else and yep. he, was, he was the guy. I but I've seen people it. say that he's going to be a Yokozuna. Like it, not a high school Yokozuna. An yeah. Actual, like people are on board with Kid Not uh, People say a lot of things. They do. And sometimes I'm one of those people. Yeah. Are you saying it now? I'm not saying Kid Nawaka, No. But... I have some thoughts about people I think might get there. Yeah. But that's on our Patreon episode. Yeah. People who will get there. Sumo up late. <laughs> where we just talk about really honest sumo feelings. Oh, yeah. Such a good episode. We cry a lot. <laughs> well, that's it for the uh, Makuchi Banzuke. As I said, absolute uh, Banzuke of joy. Mm. It's a Banzuke for the future. Yeah. It's a Banzuke for the children. It's not a bazooka of joy for Aoyama, who dropped down to <laughs> Jiro 1. Kagiyaki. Yeah. He's out again. Daishoho, Chiyoshoma, and Kodoshoho. Yeah. Who went 5 and 10 uh, and went down to Jiro 1 from Magashira 14. When was the last time that Aoyama was in Jiro? Well. Oh, it wasn't that long ago, was it? He dipped down? No. I don't think, I don't think he has. There nope. is another stat about his um, stable, Kasugano Heia, uh, Kasugano Bea. It's the first time since 1967 that there isn't a rikishi from that stable in Makuchi. Wow. And that's due to, well, not the whole time, but at the moment, that's due to Aoyama dropping out. Um, that's 56 years. Yeah. And it also Jeez. brings up the stat that Sadogatake. Uh, Bea, which is Konowaka and Koto Echo's stable and Kotosho, um, has the longest continuous oh, okay. uh, people in Rikishin Makuchi for 59 years. I can tell you that the last time that Aoyama was in Jurio yeah. was uh, September 2011. Yeah. It's big that he's dropped down. Well, so I think it's really big. This will only be his third basho in Jurio. Yeah. Oh, he can't. <laughs> He didn't do a roga. No, he was only in there for two. He didn't do a kidnawaka. He didn't do a roga. I mean, there's an interesting promotion here. In May 2011, he was Makushta one and he went five and two. He got promoted to Jurio four. Oh. Now oh. that's got to be a mistake. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right. I mean, I'm, I'm all for over promotion, but something feels and like that's gone wrong there. And then what did he go? Well, he went seven and eight. And oh, he, and he, they, so he did have one Makakoshi and Jurio. They dropped him down to Jurio 6. So in September 2011, he went 10 wins, 3 losses, 2 days off. <laughs> and they put him up to Makakoshira 16. <laughs> Sumo was different then. Sumo was different. And, you know, I mean, people talk about the way Banzukes used to be put together. It was a... I think they used a dartboard, didn't they? <laughs> Lucky for And I, I, for one, want to see us get back to that time. 
<laughs> well, he's down in Jurio now and he joins a great group. I'm really excited about Jurio. Yeah. I mean, I always am. But um, the fact that Hakuoho has spent one tournament out yeah. and has dropped uh, down into Jurio again, he's Jurio 6, a lot of people, you know, would be like, and I guess I'm, I'm included too. I would have loved to see how he could keep going without injury and that injury was terrible. But for him to come back and be amongst, you know, all of these guys down here. I know. This, Takahashi yeah. achieving such success. Ten Shoho well, think from about Miyagino. the Onosato Hakuoho matchup. Onosato I mean, Hakuoho. Yeah, We've seen treat. Hakuoho beat him. Before, but Onosato now, yeah. uh, I think has found his feet. That was right yeah. back when he first came ago. in. Well, not a, long, not a long time ago. <laughs> not, not that feels long. like a, a lot of water has gone under the bridge sumo style. We've got Shishi who's in form, um, Oshoma and those guys we mentioned before who've come down. There's Shimazumi, there's Bushozan at Jurio yeah. too. Can Bushozan get back up again to uh, Makuchi? The new... Um, Additions into Jurio, we have uh, Yuma, we have Hitoshi, um, who got the Makushita Yusho. Hidnumi's back yeah. in Jurio, came back from Makushita, huh. went five Is and two. Is there still life in Hidnumi? Seems like there's life. Yep. Went the five to at Makushita too to get back there. Good news for him. Enho, he's down at Sundanmei 22, so has been out all this time. There's so much wherever you go um, on the sumo boards, in the sumo discussion groups, someone every second post someone will be bringing up Enho, yeah. Reddit, everywhere. And it's always like, is he going to come back? And everyone always gives the same answer, like he's training. He, We've seen some footage of him having, you know, manipulation on the neck. I don't know. It's kind of always the same. Yeah. It seems like it's such a big injury, the neck, that, you know, he's trying but it seems perhaps unlikely. But to, you know, every time he drops that little bit more and to be now down in Sundanmei. It's a long way back from here. It is. I think it is. Teretsuyoshi though, he's Maegashira 17. I'd love it a, a if he was Maegashira 17. Yeah. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. Oh, my kush done. I see why you said it though. Well, do you know why I said it too? Because it I was good. thinking about another um, thing that I'm not going to be able to find in time to describe appropriately. But you know how he likes um, what are lizards? Reptiles. Right. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. No. So he's moved out of the stable with his wife, and they've set up a reptile like. Farm, So they've got a room of the house. I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yeah. before. A room of the house with like snake tanks, lizard tanks. Mm. And he has like a kind of reptile zoo that he's setting up. Jeez. And so his wife posted the photo on Twitter and he reposted it. And then somebody, like some well-meaning in inverted commas person, reposted that, tagged Sumo Kyokai and said are Rikishi allowed to use social media again? Oh, okay. That was not where you expected that to go. No, no. Well, so I didn't just know where that to, was going to go. trying to like yeah. dob him in. Right. Anyway, that's a Teretsuyoshi um, out of sumo 
drama. Yeah, right. Wow. There's a lot in that. Yeah, there is. Reptiles. Yeah. Hope he's got appropriate license Permits. for them. Yeah. Mm. Hope they're legal. Yep. Well, if you put a photo up, it's got to be legal, right? Well, oh, well, yeah. I mean, if he's retweeting. If the sumo kyoko are tagged. We haven't seen uh, responsible use of social media from Rikishi be a thing in the past. Mm. So why would we expect it now? From his wife, though. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Big news, Wakataka Kage, he is Makushta 6. That's where he's dropped down to. But there's a lot of talk actually about him coming back. Huh. He's okay. been training yeah, he a has lot. Been, yep. He's been looking all right, apparently. Great news. Yeah. Could be. Well, hopefully we see a quick return for him. I also would would like to see him take the time he needs to get yeah, back. totally. And get good. Yep. And I think Ichi Yamamoto would say the same thing. <laughs> he certainly would. <laughs> well, I think that brings us to the end of our Banzuke episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back on day one. Yep, day one. Uh, we'll be going right through till when we leave for Japan, which will be around day seven, and then yep. we'll be back when we actually go to Kishibasho. Give you an update about that. Um, if you would like to support the podcast, you can on uh, PayPal. That's a donation to the Sumo Manichi Sake Fund, and you can do that through sumomanichi at gmail.com on PayPal. Thanks so much. We'll see you for Kyushu Basho. See you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I'm